Hi, this is episode 11 of the Viva La Diva podcast, and it's my first on the road episode. I'm coming to you from New York City. And I, who am I? I am your host, Laura J. Ingalls, and it is time to dare you to unconditionally love yourself. Yes, you heard that correctly. I'm in New York City. Why? Tomorrow, Saturday, June 24th, for those of you listening to this a little bit later, is Global Sports Bra Squad Day, which is sponsored by Wazelle. And I'm here as a guest of Kelly Roberts of Run Selfie Repeat, who started the Sports Bra Squad to speak on a panel after the run event that is here in the afternoon. So if you are in New York City and you happen to be listening to this podcast before 3 p.m. on June 24th and you want to participate, just show up at uh, Finish Line Physical Therapy. It's on West 23rd Street. And yes, it's the Sports Bra Squad, but honestly, just show up in whatever way makes you feel the most comfortable and the most strong. And then definitely stick around for the Q&A. I, um, I'm going to post the link in the show notes for the event, so you can just easily click and get the details. If you're not in New York City and you're listening to this on Saturday morning and you want to participate, be sure to check the Run Selfie Repeat blog, um, which I'm also going to post that link um, to get information because there's actually runs happening in over 50 cities, um, which is amazing. And so maybe you might be in one of those 50 cities or worst case scenario, You just get your booty outside in your own neck of the woods and snap a selfie and join us in spirit. Uh, I am honored and, quite frankly, humbled, especially when I read the bios of the other two women on the panel, um, to be a part of this event. I love the work that Kelly is doing with the Sports Bra Squad. It's just so important. Uh, And I just... I think that as many voices as we have spreading this message, talking about um, body positivity, learning to love yourself where you are, to embrace your strength and your ability at any size, at any moment in your life to be the best that you can be and be enough just as you are, to be enough just as you are. I think I think as many voices as we have amplifying that message, the better. And I'm always thrilled to support someone who is really working hard to put that out there in the world. And Kelly is one of those people. Um, And just to kind of quote a statistic that she has on her blog that I have also um, quoted in the past, but in 2015, the National Eating Disorders Association found that 70% of women don't like their bodies. And you know what? I believe it. The talk that has gone on around me, just personally, anecdotally, my entire life from nearly every single woman in my life, friends, family, you know, my mom, my sisters, my girlfriends, my coworkers, people I don't even know who I used to deal with in changing rooms, my college classmates. Um, it like I heard I've heard negative body talk from almost every single woman in my life at some point, and it is disheartening. So uh, as I was driving down here to New York this evening, I was really trying to reflect on and think about my own journey of learning to love my body. And I've spoken at length both in my book and in the Reebok doc- documentary and my TEDx talk online, um, et cetera, et cetera, about 
the conversation that needed to change in my own head when I looked in the mirror. So years ago, when I woke up to all the hateful things that I was saying to myself when I was looking at my own reflection, I started forcing myself to stare in the mirror until I had something nice to say. I knew back then that I needed to break the pattern because truth be told, if anyone else had said those words to me, I would have been crushed and I would have been so pissed. And if anyone had said the words that I was saying to myself, to any of my friends or the people that I cared about, oh my God, like I would have, I would have wanted to annihilate them. So what business did I have being my biggest bully and saying the things that I would not tolerate from another person on the planet said to me or to anyone else I knew from my own self. Uh, so, so I had to stop being my own worst bully. And it took a long time for me to get better about this. I'm still not 100% perfect at it, if we're being honest, but I, you know, like... There are always, I think, going to be days when we look in the mirror and we think, woof, you know, rough day. But I'm like 80, 20 great about it, which has actually been completely life-changing. But again, kind of reflecting on this whole journey, I have realized recently that there are two areas that I've been thinking about with regards to that internal conversation that if I'm being perfectly honest, which is what this podcast is all about, being vulnerable and honest, it, these things have not been going as well as they could historically up until this point. So uh, the two things that I have in mind are pictures of myself, so what I, what I say when I look at pictures of myself, and then also, super relevant to this weekend, catching a glimpse of myself while running in store windows. So like getting that reflection as I go running by the store window and taking a look um, and what I see there and saying mean things. And before anyone listening gets carried away, let me just say right now that I don't hate every picture of myself, obviously. I mean, I post a ton of pictures of myself and I love the photos that I've posted of myself. But with the ones that I'm posting, I'm in charge of taking them, choosing them, and posting them. And it's a lot easier to love something that you feel like you have control over. But I still get that pit in the bottom of my stomach when I see that someone has tagged me in a photo on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. And I still say a lot of really mean things to a lot of my pictures. And when I'm running, I, and I catch my reflection, I still look down at my stomach and and I'm not nice. Uh, and it, you know, maybe it's because I don't look at pictures of myself or see myself physically in action, actually running as often as I see myself in the mirror. <laughs> because there's like a lot of mirrors in my house. I really can't get away from my own reflection. And that was something that I was aware and present to um, a lot, like a long time ago, and have had a lot of time to work on. But I don't think I get as much practice with with photos of myself, um, just, and, and, you know, seeing myself running because it just doesn't happen as often, but like, I feel like I've been at war with photos of myself for years and, and I have done some practice at being nice. Not like I'm not aware of, of how I've talked to myself when looking at, at pictures of me. Um, and I've practiced being nice, but these days 
when I feel like less and less I'm not the one in control of the photos being posted and tagged and like shared with the public, it's been more challenging than usual to be loving and kind towards myself. And so in the last few weeks, I've really tried to be present to working on reminding myself that this is what strong looks like. And this is what healthy looks like. And this is what I look like. And making myself look at photos of me, even the ones that I don't like, until I stop seeing those things that I don't like and I start appreciating myself for who I am and what I'm doing in that moment. But I'm really not, I'm really not good at it. And it's mind-blowing because like, how can I be so comfortable with what I see in the mirror and so uncomfortable with what I see in a photo? Uh, but then I started thinking, like, oh, it's so interesting because the, I find it easier to be kind and loving towards old photos of me, like older ones, than I do with recent photos. And, and the thing about those old photos is I always find myself looking at them and wondering, like, I remember back to when that photo was taken and I remember thinking in the moment that I saw it, ugh, horrible photo. And now that I'm looking back and it's been a few years – I, I am like, how could I have ever thought that this was a bad photo? I mean, look at me. I was so young. I was so cute. I Look at how, what a badass I was being. Like, look at me in this race. Look at how strong I was. Look at that time I finished in. And I know that I am not alone in this. Like, like let's be honest with ourselves. Like, do you ever look back at old photos and wonder how you could have ever thought that you were fat or ugly or whatever? And I know that part of that is that time marches on and our looks change and suddenly we're looking back and we're wishing that we could have appreciated what we had when we had it. Well, guess what, everybody? I'm over it. I am, I am so ridiculously over it because like, let's just apply that logic. If I can look back and see old photos of myself and realize that even though I didn't like this photo at the time it was taken, I like it now. Chances are that I'm probably really missing some good stuff in the current photos of myself. And it's just that habitual, mean, bully voice hijacking the conversation when I'm looking at these newer pictures of myself. So I have decided that it is time to put some serious work into looking at photos of myself until I regain control over the conversation. I am going to ditch that hijacker voice and I am going to put myself back into the driver's seat. And what's even crazier is it's not like I don't know what kind of care goes into taking a great photo or how odd we look when we're caught in a in a still moment in time. Um, let me see if I can like break that down a little bit more. So our bodies are meant to move and be seen in motion. Like we, photos are a man-made thing, but we're accustomed to seeing each other talking and in conversation. And and we have all of these other cues that go into how we, how we see each other and how we appear to each other and how we appear to ourselves when we are just living our lives in, in real time. And to chance that one moment of suspended in animation in a random photo will always show us as we naturally appear when we're just in motion and living our lives, it's extremely rare. That's why photographers take thousands of photos in an effort to publish just a handful of shots. 
And I know this because I one time shared every single proof from a modeling show that I did just to like illustrate this very point. So I I did this photo shoot and when I initially posted the finished product, so like the handful of photos that made it through the elimination process and had been, you know, not touched up in that they were changing the way I look, but like, you know, making sure the lighting was right and making sure the resolution was right and blah, blah, blah. Um, I posted those final product, the final product of those pictures and my family and friends, they like gushed over how photogenic I am and how beautiful I am. And, and while it was lovely to hear it, what, like this reality that I'm so photogenic and every picture taken me, it was so great. It's like garbage. Um, it was just, it was a total illusion. And so the reality was that for that, like for like two shots, there was probably about 200 photos of me that didn't make the cut. And some of those photos looked downright ridiculous. So on this old blog that I, that it's since gone the way of the dinosaurs, I don't have that old blog anymore, but, um, which is actually a little bit too bad that I don't still have this post, but I posted every single shot from that one day with the photographer. And most of these photos were not great. Um, and I and it was so important, I think, for me to put that out there and to show people because I really wanted to cut through the lies of print and social media when it comes to how we judge photos of ourselves. So, like, if you don't have someone taking two hundred to five hundred shots of this same like general moment in time, and that's how many shots it takes to get like two or three pictures that are really really great, what are the odds that one shot taken of you at random will be the shot? It's not really great. It happens, of course. We've all got those random surprise photos of ourselves that when we see them, we're like, oh my gosh, I look so great. But it doesn't happen that often. So therefore, I think a little kindness is in order for all of us. And while all of these one-shot photos that are being taken of us, they may not all be that magic shot, it's still a reflection of us in the moment. And we're still worthy of love and kindness. And honestly, it's probably not even as bad as we think either, judging by how we can go back and look at old pictures of ourselves and like them a little better than than we did when we first saw them. So to circle back to this weekend, there was a photo taken of me earlier this month that was one of those in-the-moment shots. Um, It was a one-off. They only took one picture. And it was totally unplanned. And the photo was all of the the women in my Boston sports bra squad just, we had Kelly Roberts with us in Boston um, for the November Project Summit. And we took this unplanned photo after a workout when we were all in our sports bras. And I knew I was doing this sports bra squad, squad run thing. And so I was like, eh, I'm going to, I just jumped in. I just took a chance, took my shirt off, jumped into the photo. And to be honest, I had yet up until that point to actually run or work out in just a sports bra with the exception of one race where I like my shirt that I was wearing was I had had um I had heat exhaustion and it was super hot and my the shirt that I had worn to the race was literally squeezing me it had like a shelf bra in it in addition to the bra I was wearing and it was squeezing me to the point where I couldn't even breathe. So I ripped off the shirt mid-run just to be able to finish the the stupid race. And honestly, I have yet to see a photo from that race. So 
this was actually the first time I'd seen myself in a photo in public in my sports bra. And at first, I was not ready to be nice. I immediately approached the photo once it got posted. Like, before I'd even seen it, I kind of pre-made this cringe inside of myself. Like, I was already cringing before I even, like, clicked on the notification to take a look at the picture. And when the picture came up, I looked directly at me, specifically directly at my stomach. And and as my eyes went there, I already hated what I saw, even before I actually even took it all in. And I had like a whole list of mean things ready to go that all just started firing off automatically in my brain. Since, since that initial moment... And especially because of the purpose behind the photo, I knew I had to go back and amend that reaction, um, which is like a really cool thing about life. We get we get to do do-overs with ourselves in those internal conversations about pictures. Like we can go back and look at that picture again and and say something else and say something nice and be kinder to ourselves. It's not like, you know, it's not like you have that initial reaction, the moment is over. You can go back. That's the great thing about pictures. So... Um, so when I went back and I looked with more careful and loving eyes at this photo, I like, I was overwhelmed with a sense of gratitude. So first of all, it alerted me to, um, to how old and worn out the sports bra I was wearing had become, which I didn't even notice because I would never look at myself in a sports bra, but like looking at there, I was like, oh my God, that sports bra is so old and it, it doesn't really even fit me properly anymore. My body's changed since I bought this sports bra. And if I, you know, and it, and it certainly didn't fit me properly if the intention was to wear it without wearing a shirt over it. So like, cool. Rather than hating on my looks, it was really like, it was just time for me to go sports bra shopping and to find something that actually fit me the right way. And um, and the same went for my running pants. Like I was wearing things that just didn't, didn't fit me right, but it didn't matter when I had a shirt on because the shirt came down over the waistline of the pants. And so it didn't matter that it didn't fit me the right way. Um, so like, yeah, alerted. You're not wearing clothes that even fit you the right way. And secondly, I love this photo because the truth is, is I am fit and I am strong and and I am self-confident and I'm sexy and I really, I, I feel those things about myself and I feel those things and I have a belly and my belly doesn't make me not those things. And I really hope that some other woman out there looks at my body and sees herself in me and feels a sense of connection and confidence as a result of seeing me out there. And why I feel the confidence to say someone else can look at me and see a strong, fit person and know that that's what fitness can look like is because I've had other women who do have done this for me. And many of those women who do this for me on a regular basis are in my group of friends. Like I look at their photos and I don't see their bellies. I see them. I see their strength. I see their beauty. And in in those moments, they seem both ordinary and extraordinary at the same time. Because I'm sitting there and I'm in awe of these women, and I love them, and I and I love all the things about them. But at the same time, I don't think anything of seeing their bodies because I'm used to seeing their bodies, and I think they're beautiful. I thought they were beautiful before. I think they're beautiful when I see them in pictures. So who am I to think anything differently about myself? Like 
I mean, and like, honestly, like anyone's surprised about what I've been, quote, hiding under my shirt. Because it's not like I'm actually doing a very good job of hiding anything. Not really. Everybody knows I've got a belly because the minute I sit down or move or like the shirt clings in weirdo places, like you can see that I have a belly that, you know, I carry fat around my middle. It's the shirt is just masking details. And as I have discovered over the past couple of weeks, it's like masking those details is not necessarily doing me any favors. It's like super counterintuitive to what you might think. So... (laughs) Let me backtrack for a second, because despite being a voice in the body positive movement for the past 15 years, it literally never occurred to me to run without a shirt until the sports bra bra squad came about, which is bananas, but it's true. Um, And I'd spent so much time seeing my belly jiggle up and down in my reflection store windows. The very idea of what it would look like without the cover of a shirt was like, lighting up my imagination like some flubber nightmare. But but really, you guys, it is it is time. It is time for that shirt to go. So um, it is time for me to get over that garbage. It's time for me to stop letting my imagination be the master of my happiness. So I took my shirt off, not just for that photo, but once I'd secured some new and better fitting sports bras and better fitting running shorts, I decided this past week to go out and tackle a track workout without my shirt. And I did the same old routine when I was running past the store windows. I looked immediately down at my reflection in my belly, but I was like shocked in a good way by what I saw. I was like, oh my God, my reflection is actually really nice because without the shirt sticking to my body in weird places, what I saw instead was just my own body in motion. Like I could see what it actually looked like and I was so happy. And yeah, the jiggles were there, but what was fun about it was that all of those jiggles made total sense with how my body is shaped and with how hard I was running and with the way that my body was moving. And much to my surprise, it was a huge confidence boost, like to the point where now I don't even want to ever run with a stupid shirt on ever again, but, (laughs) but I'm going to have to like vastly improve my sports bra collection and my laundry habits before I can make that reality. But (laughs) that, that's not the point of this podcast. Um, but (laughs) anyway, the point, the actual point is that I've have made some pretty big leaps just in these past few weeks in tackling the next line of negative self-talk demons that have been trying to crush my self-love. So I'm so grateful to my gang of badass, brave, amazing women and supportive, strong men who make these incredibly vulnerable moments so much easier. So I really hope that I see all of you out there tomorrow, even if you're not a runner, even if you don't own a sports bra, even if you're not in New York City or Boston or any of the cities that have um, one of these runs taking place, I hope that I see you out there in your own way, taking a risk, showing up for yourself in a way that makes you feel confident and strong. Do it and share it with me. I love you all and I believe in you. So let's put ourselves out there together. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, if you love this episode, please subscribe and rate it on iTunes. If you're loving it, 
please leave me a five-star rating um, complete with comments that helps other people find me. Recommend it to your friends. I really, really appreciate it. And as always, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at LJ Ingles. And hit me up on laurajingles.com for more podcast episodes. Until next time, viva la diva. Viva la diva.